Blog Talk Radio. Hey, what's up? It's your homegirl, Complex Angel, and I'm the Vibe. And it's your girl, Queen K. I'm the Vision. And welcome back to another episode of Queens with Vibes and Visions. I was about to say peace and love. We out. <laughs> oh, so Queen K, how was your week? <laughs> Oh, uh, <laughs> little girl ready to end the show already. I'm be gentle. I'm be gentle. Don't worry. Calm down. But, uh, my my week has been um, pretty good. Um, getting ready to go on a family vacation with the kids. So I've just yes. been doing a lot of ripping and running, um, just trying to prepare because, Lord, going with three kids, you got to start preparing early. We go next week. So. <laughs> Yes, we gonna yes. see. Um, I'm I'm excited. Uh, um, let me see. I really didn't have a hard week other than just getting ready. So um, can't complain about too much. God is really, really working with me um, with my anger, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm happy about that. I gotta share that little testimony with y'all. And also, my my Sunday was beautiful because I heard my mama sing in church, and Aww. she did an amazing job. So shout out to my mommy, y'all. But um, other than that, God gave me another day. I'm thankful for it. I'm a living it. I'm rejoiced. So, yeah, that's it. For me, what about you, Complex? Well, you already know. You already know Leo season about to come around the corner. The the, the Boom, final countdown uh, for my birthday. <laughs> Listen, her son is a Leo, okay? You got you to gotta represent us, okay? Mm. But it's coming. Mm. 31 It's looking good. Uh, God is aligning things for me. Uh, <laughs> I had like a little back and forth with him this weekend, and he ch- he's pushing me to do something. So I'm not going to talk about it yet until it's in the works. But he's challenging me to do um, to go to the next step. But um, you already know I'm just trying to uh, get my thoughts together because Queen K about to feed mm-hmm. me my apple juice and my crackers tonight. <laughs> Y'all, I'm about to. Okay, that's why she's nervous. That's why she tried to end the show already. But, uh, okay, so we're going to jump right on into the show, y'all. I'm going to hit y'all off with the Queen K Slay Tips. Um, today I have one um, just basically something for acne scars. I know a lot, you know, a, a majority of women suffer from it. Even me and y'all can do this too. My kings out there, if y'all listen to this, is something that y'all can do as well. But all you do is take a half of water, a half, one part water, one part apple cider vinegar, and Use that as a toner on your face day and night, and you will see, um, you know, the reduce. You will see those black marks or those blemishes fading away. Um, apple cider vinegar is really good inside and out. You can also use that to drink, uh, you know, a shot every morning to help with belly fat, and it will help with your digestive system. If you want to do that, just take three shots of apple cider vinegar a day one for uh, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and you will definitely see um, uh, some results. Um, so, yeah, that is my tip because I'm actually trying – I'm about to try this out myself because I use the product and I broke out really bad from it, so my face is not where it was before. So I got to get this back mm. together. So I will let you guys know how it works for me. Um, but I think it's gonna work. So yeah, that is my Queen K slay tip, and I also gave y'all a little weight loss tip in there. Y'all see how I slid that in there? We gonna be healthy, y'all together. But that's it uh, for that. So now I'm gonna jump right into my AO King and Queen quote. Now one I have from uh, Makaya Kenner. I told you guys who she was, um, and I did get that information for y'all. 
Y'all can go directly to your app store and download her app. It is called Micaiah Kenner, M-I-K-I-A-H-K-E-E-N-E-R. Download the app. You'll get her devotionals, her service time, um, if you got a prayer request, all that stuff. But anyway, back to what I was doing. Um, okay, so it says, nothing happens by accident. Everything that did and didn't work out was not by coincidence. God is directing your steps. You may feel lost, but trust that God is taking you to exactly where you are destined to be. If you're uncomfortable, keep going. It's a sign that you're on the right path. Y'all, it's okay to be uncomfortable. That means you're doing something right. If we forever stay comfortable, we will be forever stuck in the same, same old routine. No, change is growth, change is good. I know it's scary, but just know that God, whatever God has for you will come to you, but he has to make you uncomfortable first. He has to. There's no way around it. You're going to be uncomfortable, so just get that in your mental. All right? Exactly. And my second one is sponsored by Pinterest. So this one says, you can only let someone throw so many stones at you before you pick them all up, put them together, and build a wall to keep them from doing it again. Y'all, that one spoke to me because our episode is about cutting ties and letting go of people who no longer serve their purpose for you or who have hurt you to the point of no repair, okay? Now, that is my uh, A.O. King and Queen quote. We're going to jump right into the sip and tea for the soul topic. Like I told y'all just a few minutes ago, uh, well, a few seconds ago, tonight's episode is fucking up the flow, cutting ties, okay? I'm going to interview Complex about letting go and cutting ties. Now, y'all know from previous episodes, she told y'all she cut ties with a butter knife, okay? We can't be doing that, okay? So I'm going to just, y'all, you know, get her brain working so she can answer these questions for y'all because I'm not I'm sure she's not the only one that goes through this. Me personally, I have a hard time cutting ties too. That's the people pleaser in us. So we gonna kick it right off. My my aspect is called cut it. You ready, complex? Mm, sure. <laughs> Question one, how do you determine if you need to cut ties or just get space? Um for the whole space part. I'm not sure, but I know, like, it's time to cut ties when the person is hurting you more than they, like, more more than you um, can, like, you know, count. Like, you know, like, if you're losing count, you can't even count on one hand anymore. It's time to cut ties uh, because I've learned that what you stick around for, you basically are acknowledging that it's okay to be treated this way. Um, they don't hear the nagging, they don't hear, um, you know, like, the thing, they don't hear the complaint. They just see that you're still sticking around. So obviously something that I'm doing, she must like. Um, I think another time, I think another thing that you uh, need to realize when it's time to cut ties is when your life revolves around them. You don't have a life outside of them. Um, you don't know how to be by yourself without them that can be very unhealthy. That's a very codependent type relationship. And um, that's what I had to realize in my last relationship, that uh, I had I had unhealthy attachment issues. When I first met him three years ago, it was like 
I instantly thought, like, you know, this person can save me and, and be a protection because it's like after mm-hmm. leaving the abusive relationship, I was scared to walk the silly streets by myself. Like, I needed someone here that would go to bat for me. And, you know, him being six mm-hmm. foot three, you know, as huge as he was, nobody going to run up. But it's like yeah. um, I loved how um, I loved how happy he made me. I loved how... Like, he could just have you laughing, like, you know what I'm saying, until your stomach hurts. But the thing about people who have a great sense of humor, a lot of them come from um, broken backgrounds. And it makes them feel Mm -hmm. better to make others feel better. And it's okay, you know what I'm saying, to be friends with this type of person. But in a relationship, when you're asking for intimate and you're asking them to be more vulnerable, you come across mm-hmm. some walls that they just refuse to let down. So um, it, it was just a lot of back and forth. And I knew it was time to let go way before I wanted to let go. So that's my answer. Mm, okay. Um, my second question is, do you think in order for you to fully cut ties with the person, it should be a mutual understanding? I say this because, you know, like, when you're cutting ties with somebody, the moment they reach back out to you, you know, old feelings start happening. So do you think it should be mutual? Um, Only if that person I, – I would say yes and no. Only if that person okay. um, is at a level-headed space because I know for me – when I be trying to come to a mutual understanding, I really be trying to see if there's a way for me. Like, I be like that toxic-ass nigga. Is there a way for me to get back in? Is there a way for us to, you know, fight for this and everything? Um, mm. I think I think sometimes you have to do the best thing. And honestly, we don't owe anyone an explanation. We think we do as people pleasers, but how many times has someone given mm-hmm. us an explanation? You know, a lot of people just walked out the door, and we've had to pray to God to help us find a closure to be able to close that door if they left open. So it could be yes or no. Like, you know, um, if you feel like you owe that person something, you know, like if they were good to you and you realize that you're the toxic one, then I would say, yeah, listen, it has nothing to do with you. I'm just going through some fucked up shit, and you're too good of a person to deal with that. And um, mm. in that in this situation, you know, he felt like that. He told me he was like, "You're a light to a lot of people's darkness. You bring light to a lot of people's darkness, and that rattles people's head. A lot of people are not ready for that." And he was like, "What you want, I can't give you." But my attachment issues didn't want to hear that. It was like, "No, it's me. What can I do to?" change your mind, you know what I'm saying? Because everything Mm -hmm. was just flowing, right? Like, months were going by. I'm like, damn, we've been together for three months. Damn, now seven months. Like, okay, we really rocking. We would have our arguments, but then we knew how to come back and just talk about it. But it's a lot of inner demons that he was battling with, that he was like, I just refuse to take you through that. And it was a lot with me, too. I played damage control. Um, I felt like I had to keep him at a certain distance because it's like I don't I don't know when a person's going to leave my life, and I like to be in control mm-hmm. of who can hurt me and who can't. And um, the breakup yeah. was God's way of humbling me, you know what I'm saying, like to let me know that I'm not in control. So I would say, like, it, it all depends on the person and if you feel like it. But a person, a manipulative person is going to still try to manipulate and still try to yeah. check up on you and see if you're, you know, 
to see if they still have access to you. But for me, I just feel like mm, I have to do what I have to do. Sometimes I can't give you an explanation because it hurts. It hurts too much, you know? Yeah, true. Okay. Um, Why do we feel the need to explain ourselves to someone when we cut them off who gave us no explanation when they did us wrong? <sighs> Y'all, she coming out the gate today. Oh. Um, I will say, like I said before, um, I know for me, a part of the reason was because I wanted to see if, like, there was any um, any room. Here we go. I wanted to see if there was any room for us to, like, you know, work on things. But the harsh reality that I refused to see was that um, when I told him to get the fuck out, Cause like it, it was. I'm not gonna put out what happened, you know. But uh, it was just basically a lot of disrespect, you know. Like it, it was just disrespectful to me, you know. what I'm saying like he didn't see it was wrong, but it was an incident that happened. And I just basically told him like, you know, get the fuck out. But in the same breath, I still wanted him to fight for it. But it was like it was so easy mm-hmm. for him to just um walk away. Um, I remember, like, I was uh, pleading with him, like, you know, um, let's, like, I didn't mean it. I said it out of anger. Let's try to talk it through. But it was, like, a part of me was, like, bitch, you need to let that go. You know what I'm saying? Like, why are you holding on to this, you know? And Mm -hmm. I instantly thought to myself, like, you have two platforms where you you tell women, you know what I'm saying, to love themselves, to walk away, and you can't walk away from this. So it was like that's where the whole cutting knives with butter cutting ties with butter knives came into play because it was like okay well we can't be together but let's just live off the leash together but then it's like I started noticing mm. on Instagram all of our pictures was you know erased you know what I'm saying like it was easy for him to erase them and then it was like okay I can't have you here until the end of the leash you know what I'm saying you gotta go but let's just still be friends but it was still too hurtful to be around him, you know what I'm saying? It's like the meme that I saw. When you become more than friends, it's hard to go back to being friends, especially if you cared about the person. And, you know, um, it got to a point where, like I said, I was at a place where God had me there at the right time, and I seen him out with another female. And I instantly Mm. felt like, you know, like, betrayed, because, like, I was with my homegirl, but I couldn't feel betrayed because we weren't together. But in that moment, I had checked my emotions, like, well, why are you so upset about this? And then I had to be honest with myself, because you never wanted to, you never wanted to give him credit for hurting you. You wanted to seem, make it seem like it was you. But this man has hurt you. You know, you're not over it like you think you are. Um, you can't be friends. You know what I'm saying? You got you got to be honest with yourself. You got to stop putting your feelings to the side to consider other people. And I ended up blocking yes. him. And he and he found out and he reached out and um, he was like, you know, did you block me? And I just they say yes for the best. Take care. But you know, a part of me still wanted to call and just explain myself, but I had to tell myself why. You know what I'm saying? Did he explain himself mm-hmm. when he deleted you off Instagram? Did he explain himself? when, you know, he easily walked away when you gave him the pass, it's like, no, it's always been easy for him to walk away. Now you got to learn how to walk away. And um, yeah. I would say I would say that uh, the most valuable lesson about this, though, is that um, 
it taught me how I came off to a certain person a while ago. Um, it, it taught me how that shit feels because I was in a relationship mm-hmm. with someone before where I wasn't ready to be in a relationship, but I didn't know how to fix my mouth to say that. And, you know, I was so scared to be alone. So I led them on. And then I finally just finally came out and said it and was like, oh, okay, well, you know, you'll be okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, you'll get over it. I wanted them to just turn their feelings off. I now see what that shit feels like. Um, so mm-hmm. I'm just saying this, like, God will bring certain lessons along to show you reflections of how you can come off to certain people, but he can also use it as a lesson to show you what you also need to work on. So in that moment, I saw what it felt like to um, lead someone on, but also I I saw that Mm -hmm. I need to also work on my attachment issues. Okay. Okay. So you basically answered my next one. First off, before we go any further, I really, really applaud you for being so transparent right now in this moment. I know it's not easy um, to, you know, keep reliving it, but uh, Mm -hmm. I just, I applaud you. I applaud you, Complex. I really do. Um, Okay, so you already kind of answered my next question because my next question was why do you feel like cutting ties is so hard? You kind of already answered it, so I kind of want to tweak it a little bit. I can go into more. Okay, well, that's fine, too. I know it's it's hard for me to cut ties because I always saw, like, my mom stay in relationships until she was fed up. And her fed up would come, like, years later. So it's like I'm that type of person that continues to work through things. And it's like I didn't want to cut ties with him because he was so invested with the podcast. Like, it's certain episodes that I can't listen to. I can't bring myself to listen to. Um the embarrassment behind it, you know, like, of just, like, having to tell my family, having to tell you, you know, having to tell my homie DC because you guys have formed a friendship with him. Like, it was just all of that and just me questioning, like, where where did I go wrong in this moment? Um, I've always been a person that whenever I come across anybody, I try to, like, I want them to stay in my life forever. Like, I'll pressure people, like, keep in touch, you know what I'm saying? I miss you. And that's why I say I'm fucking up the flow because people come into your lives for a reason, a season, and a lifetime. And people that are only supposed mm-hmm. to be in my life for a season, I be trying to hold on to them for dear life. And, you know, um, it also plays a part of um, having abandonment issues growing up. My mom walking in and out on me like that really fucked me growing up. You know, she had a drug addiction and, I didn't see, I didn't understand what the drug addiction was. You know, I just felt like, damn, Mm -hmm. my mama don't love me, you know, because there's nothing that I could do to say to keep her around. So it's like I would give my all in relationships, you know what I'm saying, to just get some type of validation so that someone can feel comfortable sitting with me because if someone can show Mm -hmm. me how dope I am, then I'll be able to see it for myself. And That was one thing about him. You know, he would just always tell me how dope I was. Like, you know, he would just always, like, encourage me, like, in my hard times. Like, because back then, after I got out of the relationship with the guy that I led on, I didn't want to be in a relationship. And I told, you know, this guy, I was like, I'm not ready for a relationship. I'm too fucking broken. But he was so persistent. Mm -hmm. But people can be persistent for different reasons. I'll never know. But he was so persistent. So I thought that. When I was ready, I thought that I was finally giving him what he wants. But 
sometimes, you know, as a people pleaser, because that's what he was too, we think we want something, you know, we think that we're ready for it, but sometimes we're not, especially if we're battling with it. It was just like the friendship, it was hard to let him go because of the friendship that we had developed, you know, how the, the, the deep, transparent talks we had, you know, how he wasn't judgmental, how he looked out for me in my hard times, but I also look. I also look at it from like mm, there were some things that you wasn't looking. You know, you wasn't seeing from there either, and um, it was just hard. But I know it's best for me to to shut that door because it'll just heal a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff from that chapter. Yeah, and you want to know what's crazy complex? Because I was just that was how I was going to tweet the question. Like, did you do you think that? It came, it stemmed from your past, why it's so hard for you to cut ties. So, girl, look at mm-hmm. us. We connected up here mentally. All right. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, my next my question bed. is, oh, girl, look at you. Go ahead. Take a puff, baby. Okay. Um, <laughs> what is the first step of healing from the hurt after cutting ties? Uh, the first step for me was allowing myself to feel because I'm I'm yeah. so easy it's so easy for me to suppress and go to the next guy. But I really had to feel for this one because I put all into that relationship. Even though I played damage control, you know, in certain parts, I I still gave my all in that one and this was one that I really thought was gonna be for the ages because like D C said, it was Millie rocking in this bitch. It was he was rocking. Like wherever you <laughs> saw me, you saw him. But I think, like, the quarantine also put, like, a vent. <laughs> that, that shit drained a lot of relationships last year. And ours got Girl, tested. Yeah. Ours got tested. But um, I, I allow myself to feel. Like, I allow myself to look at it from all aspects because I didn't want to see him. I really did not want to see him as a bad guy. I did not. But I had to realize just because he knows how to make you laugh and he knows how to fuck right and he knows how to show affection, he still has some spiteful ways that you cannot walk past. And that's why I said, like, mm-hmm. the lessons that we don't learn, because I suppressed a lot of the shit that I went through in my other relationships. I didn't heal from those. This relationship exposed to me that I need to heal from those relationships. But at the same time, he still came dressed in a different package of, still not being able to cut ties, still not knowing how to be myself individually in a relationship, still being that clingy person, still playing damage control and still accepting the um the hurt because it's like when we took a break, you know, that's when a lot of stuff came out. And I should have just said, no, mm-hmm. I can't do it back then, but I don't like to lose. I'm a person that does not like to lose and breakups feels like a loss. So it's like as soon as he wanted to, you know, um, like as soon as he wanted to repair it and work on things, I was all for it. Mm-hmm. But in the back of my mind and even in the back of my heart, I'm like, you know, you don't want this. But my pride would not let me let go. Mm. Oh, Lord. We are our own worst critic. I'm telling you, we keep ourselves in yep. a lot of stuff that we should let go of, girl. That we, yeah, okay. That we already um, fucking know. Girl, that we already know, God be like, okay, now, nah, how many times I got to tell her <laughs> up here? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, do you think it's hard for you to cut ties in an old relationship because you want to keep tabs and make sure that they are not being happy with someone else? Um, 
I honestly could care less if you're happy with someone else. I be wanting to know, like, mm-hmm. if your life is miserable because of how you did me. And I know I need to work on that, like, with other guys. But with him, I didn't want the next chick to uh, get what I worked on. I didn't. I did not. And I was like, you know what, Tasha, that, that's very controlling because people are allowed to walk away when they're not happy. People are allowed to not, people are, are allowed to not fuck with you. And, you know, we, we, we will mm-hmm. sit up there and say, well, damn, what the fuck is wrong with me? But just like a person, you know, we not vibing with them. We like, yeah, I'm going to take myself out that equation. Another person has the right to do so as well. But I just have to learn not to take it so personal because, oh, I mm-hmm. take shit personal. Like, oh, you don't want to be around me? Well, fuck you then. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm still <laughs> good. I, I'm like New York. I'm like New York when she was hurt. Do I like I give a fuck? Because I don't. And I'm crying my ass off in the limo. <laughs> like, I'm telling you. So it's like, just, I think, I think honestly, I'll say overall, I think as a woman, I won't speak for all women, but I, I think for a majority of us, we don't want the next person to benefit from what we were trying to work on and get them. Like, it's a slap in the face when you see mm-hmm. the next chick benefit from what you got. Because I'm not going to lie, in that, in that stage when we was friends, this nigga got a better job. You know, he just got him a new car. And I'm like, well, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? It, it is what it is. Um, as much as I wanted to hold on, I had to be honest with myself. Like, it was hurting more to be friends. And I was even at a place of, you know, the whole saying, sit back and see what a person wants to do. I started doing that. And he continuously showed me, you're not where I want to be at. So it's like, that fucked with me because it's like he was the first one to say I love you. He was the first one to say I love you and told me, um, you know, don't hurt my heart. What the fuck? Mm. <laughs> you know, but it's like I still wish him the best of luck because I was that person. I was that person that said said what I felt you needed to hear. No, no, you wanted to hear. I said what I felt was best, knowing I didn't mean. Like I said, I led somebody else on, and I finally see how that shit feels. Yeah. Um, okay, so, well, you kind of answered, but you can go more in depth with this one. Do you mm-hmm. think God will send you the same test, just dressed differently, in order to determine if you can fully let go and cut ties or if you have learned your lesson? Oh, I think God's going to continuously send you the same one, and it, it comes it comes in different forms. But the pattern is still the same. And I mm, okay. I didn't ask myself, like, okay, like, the time where I started really begging for attention was, like, when um, it was, like, I was, I was competing against 2K, competing against 2K. And I know every man loves their video games, but it just got to a point where, like, I felt like I could barely get attention from him. And... I was like that in other relationships. Um, competing with other women was like that in other relationships and playing damage control. Because I do believe that they say a woman will know when she can submit with a person, she'll feel it in her heart. But I don't think I've came across that just yet. You know what I'm saying? I've come across men who are well, boys who are still trying to become men. Because even though we get older, if we if we dealing with some trauma and we suppress it, our mental stops at the age where that trauma first started. So 
Mm-hmm. It took me it, it took me to become 28 and 29 to realize I was a grown-up and to realize, like, okay, I ain't just playing an adult role. This shit is for real. So it might take him a minute to realize that. But um, I definitely think God shows us different signs, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, we, we create these images of the person, and it's like, you know what, no, mm-hmm. maybe I'm just tripping. We I, we will second guess it because I definitely said maybe I'm just tripping. Every relationship's not perfect, but nah, baby. When a person walks away, I'm I'm learning never give a man more than once to let you know if he does not want you. And I allowed him to yes. show me more than once. I allowed him to show me more than once. So I think that's like the uh, most hurtful thing. But I am working on my mental. Like I said, this breakup has been the hardest. I am working on my mental. Um, I tell myself I'm cutting ties with butter knives, but I'm like, nope, you're doing it though. You are cutting ties. You mm-hmm. just learn how to cut them. You know, you just learn how you just you got to learn how to cut them quicker. I'm being gentle with myself. I realize that I'm a dope person. I know what I brought to the table. I know the fuck ups that I also made, and I now am holding myself accountable for how I can come off to others. And I know, like, for my next relationship, um, that re- every heartbreak unlocks different things in your mind and that yeah. breakup unlocked a lot in my mind and and that's what I'm thankful for I'm thankful that I'm not emotionally numb and that I'm able to feel yeah that's the main thing we suppress our feelings we feel like okay if I don't deal with the pain then it won't hurt as bad so I'm just gonna push this on the back burner no you have to allow yourself to feel that is to me that's the first stage of healing is allowing yourself to feel so thank you for Mm -hmm. letting them know that okay so um my next question is do you think in order to fully cut someone out of your life you have to cut off the family too even if they have been nothing but supportive of you uh okay so for an ex that I was dating in Michigan I still keep in touch with his mom because she was very supportive when I moved out here but I don't keep in touch with him, and I don't keep in touch with, like, anybody else. But for this situation, it's it's hard. I can't. Mm-hmm. And his mom wants me to keep in touch. She said that I'm the I'm the daughter that um, she never had. And that's, that's that's been a pattern in all of my relationships. The mom loves me, mm-hmm. but, the, but the guy can't get it together. And, um, <laughs> you know, I just basically told her, like, it's hard. Because when I look at you, I see his face. When I come around, I see pictures, and it, it's hard for me right now. You know, in the past, I was able to depress and act like shit didn't happen because I would be with the next nigga helping me get over the last. Mm-hmm. But I'm tr- I'm really trying to change for the better and not do that. And I'm anybody out there that does it, I'm not saying that you're not good. I'm not saying that. I'm saying, like, I'm trying to change for myself because I go to a dark place. And I have let men bring me to my lowest. So it's not good for me. So um, I'm being honest with myself. I can't do it. I still text her, you know, here and there because, you know, she does have mm-hmm. health problems, but I don't go around. I don't. Okay. Okay. What does fully cutting ties do to your mental and physical state? Mm. <laughs> it cracks my heart. It does because um, I, I never fully cut ties until I'm fed up with a person. And, it was hard to hate him because, you know what I'm saying, like, he's such a lovable person. Like, 
you get around him and like Queen K can tell you, you instantly start laughing, but when you think about the other shit, it's like, mm, I mm-hmm. want to kill you. I secretly want to kill you. So it's like it's yep. hard because I refuse to see that side. But once I started looking at things from face value, it was easier. You know what I'm saying? It was it was easier. But uh, repeat the question, Queen K. I lost my train of thought. Um, I said, what does fully cutting ties do to your oh, mental and physical state? Okay. So, yeah, like it cracked. But mentally, it's for the best for me. Mentally, it is for the best because um, I just felt like I was starting to see too much of his ego. I, I, I was starting to see a side of him that I did not like, you know. So mm-hmm. it, it, it's, it's best for me. I can't speak for the next person, but um, I did go through the whole questioning phase of what did I do wrong. Um, I thought I was crying every other fucking day. I called you a lot. I apologized a lot. But um, in hindsight, it's, it's better for me. It's, it's, it's better for me. I'm going into Chapter 31. Like, you know what? I'm single, and I'm I'm getting to know me, and that's the best thing ever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they say time heals all wounds. Can you ever see yourself letting that person or anybody else back into your life after you have cut ties with them? Um, I never know what the future holds, and I'm not in control of it. But at this moment, I don't think that I could um, – I could be cordial, but I can't let you back in as a friend. Um, because, like, I'm going to be real and raw. I met him through – okay, so y'all going to have to read the fucking book off this one. I met him through, uh, like I said, the guy that was abusing me, I met him through his baby mama. So, like, even though, like, he wasn't that type of person to, like, put his hands on me, it, like, when I say closing the chapter with him would help me close the chapter with that is because it's, like, just hearing him, you know, say, like, he talked to her, it makes me think about a lot of shit that I went through. And it was just, like, I always wondered, you know, do I ever have to worry about her finding out anything about me and then it getting back to the guy that abused me. So it's just best for me to close that chapter, period. That's why I say, like, I, I can't see myself. But I, I would definitely be cordial and say hi because, like, I had a lot of good times in that relationship. And I respect the person that, you know, just basically said, like, you know what, I'm battling with too much to give you what you want. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. yes, you did hurt me, but I have to give myself, I have to give you grace because I've hurt people and they gave me grace. You know what I'm saying? I'm not better than anyone, but um, closing that chapter with him would just help me to close the chapter with everything from that, you know, and I can just basically move on and not have to think about it because the series is done, so I want to stop thinking about it too. Yeah. Okay, Complex. Well, you have answered all of my questions. I greatly appreciate you being so transparent through this uh, segment. That was dope. Um, I wish you much healing and peace through this situation Um, because I know it's not an overnight process. Like, we're so quick to want it to be over with. You know, once we feel, okay, that's enough, I didn't cry, leave me alone. (laughs) But it's definitely (laughs) not an overnight process. (laughs) Um, it's gonna take a couple. It's gonna take some time. It's gonna take some time, and um, mm-hmm. I commend you. And like I said, I'm here if you need me. I don't mind. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, 
All right, so we're going to jump right on into that. <laughs> As the woman question, complex, what you got for us today? And don't be so hard okay. on me, okay? I, I'm sorry. Whatever. So my question <laughs> is, um, who are you as a woman right now, and who do you want to become? Oh, boy. Okay, so as a woman right <laughs> now, y'all, <laughs> I am all over the place mentally. Um, my mood swings. I mean, although it's getting better, I'm up and I'm down within a matter of two minutes. Like, one minute, I can be good, jolly, and cheerful. Next minute is, get the fuck away from me. Leave me alone. Don't talk to me. Why are you in my face? Like, it's that. Um, I don't like her, but that's who I am a majority of the time. I say to myself, I'm still not as confident as I should be. Um, I'm still not fully loving on myself like I should be also. I feel like I need somebody else's validation, and I should be the one to validate myself. Um, the woman that I want to become is confident in everything that she does. She's a woman of God. You know, she don't only preach the word, but she lives it. Like, I can preach all day. I get on this platform, and I'm saying this and that, and it sounds good. It sounds wonderful. It's the woman that I actually want to be, but I do another thing. So I want to actually step into this persona that I have created on this platform. Like, I want to be Queen K on the outside world. Yeah, bits and pieces come out here and there. But, no, I want to be her all the time. Like, y'all don't understand that I lack confidence with even speaking. I hate how I sound, right? But when I get on here, it's just like, forget it. I'm going to speak my truth. I'm going to answer these questions. I'm going to get these interviews, and y'all going to take it. Like, for a long time, mm-hmm. I couldn't listen to the podcast over. Complex would send me the highlights, and I would just hurry up and post them. <laughs> now I actually <laughs> listen to them, okay? Uh, one, because yeah. she kind of made me, because she started adding these little divider things, and I was like, oh, wait, I got to put the right question. I mean, the right response <laughs> is the right little thing. But, but um, no, like, I, I, you know, but now it's just like, dang, I want to hear what I said. You know, maybe I could take that back. Because, y'all, when I'm speaking, I don't write this stuff down. I I really just be speaking from my mind. It just comes out. I, before I get on here, I pray and I ask God to order my words every time. So mm-hmm. half the time it ain't even me answering these questions. I give all credit to him. Um, but I love this platform. This platform has given me an outlet, but I want to be this woman, this confident mm-hmm. woman that I am on this pl- That's how I want to be in my regular life. Um, my flow to anger, how I am, you know, I'm going to speak what I'm going to speak, and that's it. You know, I said what I said. So, yeah, yeah. that's that's who I want to be. Yeah. Who I you? am as a woman right now, I am uh, – I would say my emotions are all over the place. Um, I, I still get in my head. I still question um, the dopeness that everybody sees in me. Uh, when I reread, like, my, uh, you know, No Apologies, and I'm rereading uh, Out of Darkness right now just to make sure it's good for you guys before it comes out. And I'm shocking myself. Like, nigga, I typed this. Like, I, I shock myself. <laughs> um, you know, like, people challenging me and everything. Uh, okay, so I'm going to rip a Band-Aid off. So I'm in a B group. Anybody that know Pastor Mike Todd Transformation Church, I'm in a B group. Um, I joined it. 
and we had to do a um, survey of how it's going so far. And at the end of it, it said, would you like to become a, a leader? And I put no. And I instantly felt like God was just giving me the white boy mean face. I wish I could. I'm going to load it. I'm going to have Queen K loaded to the uh, Queen's Survivors in case y'all can see this face. But he just gave me a face like, didn't you say you wanted to be a life coach and you, you don't even want to take the first step? I was like, no, God, not today. So today, um, Manet, my group leader, had reached out to me and was like, hey, they want us to do recommendations on who we think would be a good B group leader. And God sent this guy, said it on my heart to ask you. And I'm like, here he go. Like, he's like, oh, okay, you, don't, you want to say no, I'm going to go through somebody else. I literally called Queen K and was like, can you please tell me that I got this? Because I told her, yes, recommend me. But I'm like, can you tell me that I got this? So I want to be that confident person that sees what everybody sees, um, doesn't have to have validation, doesn't have to question myself. I don't put myself down or make jokes about myself. I want to be that person, too. I dream about it all the time, but I want to be that person, too. I want to be able to just get poems out, get books out without procrastinating so, yeah, that's, that's where I'm at. I'm a procrastinator. I'm trying to overcome that. So I definitely feel you, Queen K. Okay. Thank you, girl. I ain't the only one out here, y'all. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, we're going to jump right into our Girl I See You moment. Complex, who are you highlighting? So I'm highlighting Cassandra Thompson. Um, she has an organic skincare line called Lux the skincare line called Love the Skin You're In. So um, you can find her on Instagram at love, L-O-V-E-E-T-H-E-S-K-I-N-Y-O-U-R-N. So love the skin you're in. She's black-owned to go to. She sent me a little message about her business. Um, She said her skincare products are all natural and everything is homemade. She offers exfoliating sugar scrubs. She has a variety of scents. She offers oatmeal and the low bar soaps. I got two of them. It really does mm-hmm. feel good. Imagine yourself, you know, you know how like you wash body scrub off and you just feel the moisture. It mm-hmm. locks that moisture in. It doesn't dry your skin out like those soaps you buy from Walmart and stuff. No shade to Walmart. Um, she oh, uh, she <laughs> she she also offers pure body butter with cocoa butter and shea butter, and she also has a coconut and a low body lotion. And she gave me a um. She gave me a, a a sample of this mint exfoliated moisturizing sugar scrub. It's a scrub that you use at night. It's supposed to help with achy muscles and everything, and it exfoliates dead skin. So y'all, please um, go follow her and love the skin you're in on Instagram, and hit her up. You know she's in Philadelphia. You know for all those who are out there, but she also ships. So that's who I'm shouting out. What you got, Queen K? I am gonna. I'm about to be real, kind of like selfish. Uh, first off, I want to shout out Complex for dropping her book, y'all. If y'all didn't get y'all pre-orders, y'all slipping. But y'all got time to order the book though. Before the, um, I mean, y'all got it on July 31st when she dropped it. But anyway, y'all, shout out to Complex Angel for releasing part two. This is the last installment, um, of this little series. Uh, y'all, y'all gonna, y'all in for a treat. This is another classic. Uh, I, I mean, I don't want to. Y'all gotta read it. I can't give too much because if I start, then I'm not gonna stop talking. And then she was like, "Well, you didn't told the book, they ain't gonna want to get it." But, 
but <laughs> get it, y'all, and get the first one if you didn't read it. Like, you missing out on yes. life if you didn't read the first one. Like, you got to read the first one to get the second one. You won't understand yes. it, okay? I mean, you'll understand it, but get the first one, y'all. Go support. because you're going to be like, how the fuck did she get to Philly? <laughs> Exactly. Oh, so y'all got to get the first one. Okay. Um, but shout out to you. Um, Thank you. I I have been here every little step of the way. I've seen what you went through, the mental tolls that it took on you, and you still pushed it out. Sure, it didn't come on a date that you projected it to come out on at first, but you did it in your timing, so I really commend you. Um, it's hard telling your story, you know, especially when you know that millions, or I'm saying millions, are going to read, you know. <laughs> hey, got to put yeah. it in the atmosphere. Um, yeah. So I really, really applaud you. It's a good work. Keep on coming out with stuff that's going to heal people because that's what your books do. They heal people. That's my Thank opinion, you. and I know I'm not the only one that says this. So, yeah, keep on doing it, girl. I'm proud of you. Next, oh, I want to shout out to me. I'm gonna put myself in the girl I see you because y'all. Yes. Um, I I think I came up with something. Um, this hair growth, or I I still don't even know the name of it. It's just that good, y'all. I've been getting nothing but reviews. Okay, so my first batch I put out. Um, it's so, but then I kind of was like, no, nah, it ain't good enough because you know you got all these hair growth oils out, like. In the beauty store that I worked in, when I tell y'all they had like a whole aisle and behind the counter with hair growth oils, you never knew which one to do. So right. I, I stopped for a minute because I got discouraged, okay? Um, but then someone was like, no, kick it back out. I put my second mm-hmm. batch out. Y'all, when I tell y'all I have had people buy orders back to back, they have shown me pictures. I, I have pictures like right now of where I somebody had bald spots. But all they've been using is my hair growth oil, and there's no more bald spots. And this is in a matter of a month or two. Um, mm. Yes, I also do her hair as well, um, but it's protective styling. But I use my oil, and she uses my oil. Um, when I tell you, like, the 4C hair, I've, I, I have clients with 4C hair. When my oil keeps their hair manageable and soft, ah, y'all, I'm proud of myself. Okay, like I said, yes. I don't have a name for it yet, but it's already doing numbers, and I'm happy for it. It will be sold in a pop-up shop. I won't be here, but my God, baby, is going to handle it for me. Shout out to Angel um, because she is going to push my product for me. So, y'all, just look out for me because I'm telling y'all, I'm about to get this Instagram page started. I'm about to get this website up to date. I'm working on my website right now. Because I really feel like I have something magical on my hands right now, and I think that God was using all these years of me doing hair as me building my knowledge. Because my hair growth oils have my formula has changed depending on my clients and depending on the knowledge that I have for hair. So it's not like I just threw this together. No, I each client is different, so I had to make an oil that caters to all types of hair. So it has changed. Um, but this one right here, this 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 little ingredient mix, this is this is the one right here, y'all. So shout out to Ayo Queens, um, because that is my brand name. Um, I don't only do hair growth oils, I do body butters and I do feminine wash. I have got nothing but good reviews on my feminine wash and my body butters as well. Um, y'all just be on the lookout for me because I'm coming to a store near you. I'm already putting that in the atmosphere, okay? I will be in somebody's product shelf. Y'all will see me big smiling all cheesing with my products in Walmart, okay? So 
That, that part. Was, that is my girl, I see you moment. Um, man complex about to be millionaires, so y'all might as well get these these autographs now. Okay. So no, <laughs> yes, we are. We're speaking that. No, okay. no, you ain't playing. You manifesting that shit. All right. All right, girl. Manifesting. There we go. We're going to touch our first M before we 40. Shoot. Oh, my God. God, are you working some stuff out for me? But no. God, yeah, God, yes, are you working some stuff out? Yes. <laughs> Man. Yes. There we go. God working it out. We about to be out here, okay? So come on, y'all. Y'all are day ones. Y'all already know. Y'all seeing the growth y'all selves. Come on. But anyway, we're going to jump right into the um, AO Ask Queen K, or I got something to say. Complex, do you have anything to ask me today? Now, this is like, I should have asked this a couple episodes ago, but we did take a break. I want to get your take on the Tabitha Brown and Wendy Williams situation. Because <laughs> I inspired to be like Tabitha Brown. <laughs> Girl. She cussed her oh, out God. respectfully, okay? <laughs> she hit her with the Lord. Girl, when she prayed, I said, yes, amen. <laughs> I wanted her to pray for me. But you no. want to know what? I'm so sick of Wendy Williams. Like, okay, mm. I'm trying, y'all, okay, so hear me out. I'm not trying to tear down another queen. That is not my thing. Um, you know, Wendy, you got your platform. Kudos, Right. But you can't go tearing down the next woman just because your relationship failed. Your relationship yep. was not is not the same as this woman's relationship. You know, like she said, they have God in their relationship. I don't know who you had in yours, but, baby, <laughs> I don't think God touched on that. I don't know, but I'm just speaking from my own personal opinion, okay? You cannot try to tear this woman down for the decision that her and her husband are making for their household. They had an agreement before he even retired. You cannot, you know, and they had God in it always. You can tell by how she came at her because most people, you know, it would have been a whole Twitter beef and it would have been yep. back and forth. You know, Wendy Williams didn't change nothing else about her. Once she prayed mm. for her and told her God, God <laughs> Wendy Williams has not responded and she's not going to respond because she know that woman right. You better leave God's child alone. You know Wendy Williams will go back and forth with whoever. Mm-hmm. She won't go back and forth yep. with Tabitha Brown because <laughs> my thing is she was right. And I pray that mm-hmm. Wendy finds somebody. You know, I do because yeah. she she's bitter because I don't like how she handled the one situation with the uh, the TikToker that passed away that was murdered. Yeah, I don't like how yeah. she did that. That was very tasteless. That was rude. And, mm, okay, I was about to say something, but I'm not. I'm going to have this Tabitha <laughs> Brown way. I just pray. <laughs> I pray that God touches her soul, and I pray that nothing yeah. like that, she don't have to experience nothing like that ever in her life. God needs to work yeah. on her. She needs some deliverance from the evil spirits because my thing is fame should not be that important to you. The amount of followers that he had should not matter to you that much that that's the first thing that you bring up before you say that he got murdered. I don't like that. You made that boy's joke out of a – I mean, you made that boy's death out of a joke, and your audience was confused. I know every person in that audience felt bad for laughing before you revealed, oh, and by the way, he got murdered. Yep. So shame on you. I'm sorry, but uh, God needs to deal with you because I, I could I could get on here and push y'all. I could, but I'm not because I feel like you gave more. Uh, what did it say? Nah, forget that. No, I don't like her. 
I don't. I don't. But I wish her much success. You gain more uh, bees with honey than, uh, than vinegar. Yeah, vinegar. But it's something. But she needs to work on that. But Tabitha, I really feel like she handled that very classy. But she got mm-hmm. to the point. She got straight to the point. She ain't sugarcoat nothing or anything. And, girl, did you see the yep. remix that they did on it? That was hilarious. No, I saw. I heard oh, that they God. put avocados under Wendy Williams' face. So, like, that's, yes, that's her did. avocado team. Abitha Brown, <laughs> her people, her little clan. Yes, baby, they had <laughs> avocados all up under Wendy Williams' face. But, no. like, y'all, I'm telling y'all, when you handle stuff differently, notice she is not in the media no more. She handled it the way that she was. And that was it. Her and her husband celebrated him being retired, him following after his dream. That's it. I'm sorry, Wendy, that you ain't got that love yet. You will get it. But if you keep on being bitter like that and mean, God is not going to bless you because you're blocking your blessings by knocking down the next person. Oh, that part. That's all I got to say. That part. Mm. Girl. Okay. Uh. We're going to jump right into the last part. I'm sorry, girl. That still got me riled up. I'm about to go back no, to my fine. Tabitha Brown response. <laughs> you're <laughs> but, fine. Uh, okay. We're going to jump right into that no apologies thought followed by that self-affirmation complex. Go ahead. Okay, real quick before I get into it, I do want to say rest in peace to Frankie, Keisha Cole's mom. Oh, yeah. She overdosed. Yeah, she overdosed um, celebrating her 61st birthday. Rest in peace. Oh, that's that shit just do before a loop. Um, okay. Yeah. So I got two no apologies. Go to them. God damn it. Shit. I'm always fucking up. Um, okay. So the first <laughs> one is don't be so quick to give the message to others that was meant for you to marinate on. Because um, I was listening to this song by Landrell. He's a, a poet, but he does affirmation music. And the song is called Forgiveness. And in the song, he said, in order to be open to um, love and to, uh, yeah, in order to be open to love, you have to let go of hate and fear. And I was about to send it to one of my homegirls because we were talking about it. I'm like, I'm going to send this to her. And it was like, I was like, no, that was for you, baby. I'm going to need you to marinate on that before you send it to the next person. And, you know, but I get that from my grandma growing up. You know how we used to be in church and the pastor said something and they be tapping you. You heard mm-hmm. that? He's talking, he talking to your messy ass too. Shit. But, yeah, <laughs> you know, learn to marinate on the messages that you receive before sending to somebody else. And I got to go to the screenshot for the second one. And this second one, this is to say rest in peace to Aisha Fain. She was a... Um, debater on the Grapevine panel that I talk about a lot. She passed on July 2nd, but um, they did a memorial and they quoted a quote that she said. It says, when we hold on to the relationships that fail to affirm us, we also hold on to the underlying fears that we aren't enough and there isn't enough. It's this quiet fear that drives our most devastating decisions and releasing this fear with the firm no is how we shift from self-doubt to self-belief. This is how no works. It's for you more than them. So um, you got to learn to say no, even if it seems hard to do, even if you worry about this person's going to care. It's not for them. It's for you. It's for you to release, you know what I'm saying, the burden of other people's bullshit. It's for you to release the self-doubt that you have, and it's for you to finally see your worth. You don't have to 
um, stay in relationships that don't that don't serve you. You don't have to be a people pleaser or a pushover for somebody. Because my thing is, are they doing the same for you? You know what I'm saying? I'm learning you won't be good for nobody else until you get it for yourself first. So rest in peace, Aisha Fane. Thank you for the great wisdom that you left behind. And um, as a black woman, I will continue to empower another black woman because that's what she always wanted. She just always wanted us to live in our greatest form of self. So please rest in peace, baby. And my self-affirmation, I'm going to highlight. So as I've been saying before, y'all have been writing down the 12 laws to help me become a better person. So I'm going to... Uh, mm-hmm. If I can, it's not working tonight. The devil don't want me to be great. Ain't that something? <laughs> they don't want me to be great. Uh, here we go. Okay, so it's called the law of creation. So it says life won't just happen to you. You need to take action and make things happen rather than waiting for everything to magically work out for you. And the affirmation I created for that is life will not stop. I am worthy of what I want and desire in life. My view of the world is my reality. And I would take on every opportunity of making my dreams come true. That's my self-affirmation. Mm-hmm. And, yep, that's it, y'all. That is it. I'm about to go cry in the car. <clears throat> but, yep, with that being said, oh, don't cry I'm Complex Angel. You're always broke. I'm Complex Angel. I'm the vibe. And I'm Queen K. I'm the vision. And I can finally say it. Peace and love, y'all. We out. <laughs> Peace and love. <laughs> Bye-bye.